the thirst is real. up guys i know these are such trying times rupaul can't seem to make a right decision on rupaul's drag race but we are pushing through we are pushing through today i'm super excited to break down there was 36 looks on the runway so ooh, it's a lot to digest a lot of drag a lot of drag um but just off the top i love to just break down statistics this is a race this is a competition these are the olympics of drag these are athletes so i mean going into this episode i mean by the end of it, the top two queens from the season premieres, which is Widow Von Du, Gigi Good, Sherry Pie, and Jade Essence Hall, now all have one win. So it's fair to say that that potentially could be our top four. However, we all know that Sherry Pie will not be competing for the crown. So it's super interesting because now we have an opportunity for a queen that potentially comes in fifth or sixth to, I don't know, make their way into the finale and win. So it's kind of cool in that regard that there's an opening spot for somebody to still win this. I think that that's kind of, I don't know, I'm just curious to see how it's all going to shake out, especially like, are they going to do a live finale? Like, uh, it's just such an interesting season. So before we dive in, I just have to say the ball episodes are one of my favorites. I truly love them just because it requires just so many layers of creativity. And I love that they get to kind of prepare two looks before, but then they have to make one right on site. Like, they have to. So that's kind of cool to watch. Uh, what, what I was looking through was kind of like the episodes used to happen in the top four, top five, very later in the season. And now they're happening later. So you get to know the girls more. What's interesting in Kevin O'Keefe, who does really, really cool drag recaps over at Extra, which is a Canadian publication, um, he was suggesting that they have like scorecards, like paddles, like from one to 10. Like if you go to a, a traditional ball, you know, there'd be like tens, tens, tens across the board. And I think that would be such a cool dynamic to have. And it would add to the show, I think, because the scoring and the judging this episode really made absolutely no sense. Like... <laughs> The queen who went home, I don't necessarily think should have been in the bottom two. I think it should have been Aiden and Britta. I do think that, I think that they thought that Rock was going to send Britta home. I really do. I think the producers knew if Aiden was in the bottom two, Britta would eat her up. So I don't know. There's always these producer kind of gags behind the scenes that we're not really privy to. Thing to point out is that even though it does happen later in the season on some of these seasons is that sometimes the winner wins the challenge so in season one it was bb that won season two tyra won season three manila luzon won she was in the final two then we have sharon needles who won the bitch ball then we had alaska who won the sugar ball then we had a door that won the glitter ball all these people were in the final three Violet Trotsky won the Hello Kitty ball. Kim Chi won the book ball. Shea Coulee won the gayest ball ever. Trixie, Mattel, and BB tied on the pop ball in All Stars 3. Aquaria won the last ball on Earth. And then Brooklyn Heights won the monster ball. So this is fair to say that Gigi Good winning the ball ball will go to the end. Probably top two. All of these queens made it to the top three. So it's clear to say that Gigi Good solidified her spot in the finals which i'm excited to see i don't think i mean i let's just talk about this before going in i am a jada essence hall stan so hard i really liked sockham 
rock uh, rock um, rupaul calls him rockum sakum rockum sakura i really liked her but i think jada essence hall is my pick to win i of course love heidi ho and widow wandu and you know who's really 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 growing on me is crystal method i really didn't get her like her i thought she was kind of like um like a dusty ray bottoms meets crystal from drag race uk i don't know she's really growing on me i really would love for her to be that queen that potentially comes in fifth that works her way into the top four that would be super iconic to me obviously we know i don't think heidi ho is gonna win but she's providing such good entertainment but i do think in the race for the crown jade essence hall is it i'm standing her till the end i think jan sport is gonna get a miss cracker edit she's not really doing much for me but i know online that people are like super like why isn't jan getting the credit that she does i'm super excited to break down all the looks with a dear friend, Khaled. Khaled does makeup for a lot of these drag queens after the show. He works on a lot of their production music videos. He's really in the mix and knows drag, possibly knows drag better than anybody that I know personally. So I'm super excited. He has such great insights and great takes and he just watches them get ready differently. He was a former drag queen, so he gets the world in a way that I could never. So it was really cool to kind of break down all the looks bring Khaled out. Before that, I just wanted to drop um, a thank you to our sponsor, Hey You. As you know, in these times of like being quarantined and self-isolating, Hey You has so many things to watch. I am currently going back and watching Real Houses of Beverly Hills season one before the new season comes on. And it's season one and two of Beverly Hills is truly great A reality TV. So if I could recommend you to go back to watch season one of the Real Houses of Beverly Hills, it is so entertaining. Also, the Real Housewives of Melbourne, if you haven't got into it, I don't know what to tell you. It is the best Real Housewives franchise in the world. In the world. So I would watch those two. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Melbourne. Just get into them. They're iconic. If that's not kind of your tea, they have over, like, it's like an insane amount of true crime. And some of the true crimes on there, ice cold blood with iced tea, is really, really good. So whatever it is you'll find something on Hey You. It's like the perfect time to try it for a month. So if you go to my Instagram bio, you can get a free month on us. It's uh, promo code THIRST. THIRST is with a Y. Uh, so get binge in some reality TV. Get into it. It's a perfect distraction. Uh, and with that being said, let's uh, bring out our guest, Khaled. So, friends, what do we think the judges are actually looking for in this challenge? It has to read, ball, but scream high fashion. Exactly. You just walk down the runway and you scream high fashion at the top of your lungs. High <laughs> fashion! This is high fashion! Valenciaga! Screaming high fashion right now. Wow. <laughs> I'm so excited to be talking RuPaul's Drag Race with now a dear friend, but you are a makeup artist to some of these legendary queens. Yes. You're in this community. I love it. You are Miss Khaled O'Day. Hi, call it a day. Call it a day. So we just watched the third episode, or technically the fourth, because it was a two-episode premiere. Yeah, it was um, interesting. Right. Diving into the main challenge, we have 36 looks. So they have to do three runways. The first one is a lady baller. So like at first we didn't really understand, but it essentially is like an athletic look. Yeah, a lesbian with makeup wearing a uniform. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then they have to do basketball-wise realness, mm -hmm. which is basically like a lady chic, rich woman. Housewife. Right. And then the last one is balls to the wall eleganza. Mm -hmm. 
So going into this challenge, we're seeing them all kind of make things one stand out before we're, we're just going to go through every queen and break down their looks. But Britta and Nikki have this overconfidence going into it. Yeah, and I honestly don't know why. I mean, they're great. <laughs> I think they're great at what they do, but it's just, I don't, you can't blame it on the editing, right? Because they're doing everything that they're doing. So if they didn't do it or they didn't say it, the editing wouldn't be able to put it in. Right, exactly. You can't blame editing on these shows anymore. You not can't. in 2020. You can't. And you can't over yourself. You can't oversell yourself if you can't do the work. Right, if you can't deliver. Silky ganache. <laughs> oh, she's getting shady right off the jump. You know, well, well, I'm not, but you know, it's like because I was rooting for her. Right. We yeah, were me all too. Rooting for right. her. Everybody was rooting for her, and then like as time, like she would say, like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill this. I'm gonna do this." And then as the season went on, you were just like, "Okay, well, that didn't work. Right. And that didn't work." You know what? No. And you know, and I'm beginning to start to feel that with certain girls, not all of them, but specifically two that you talked about. Right, Miss Nikki Doll and Britta Filter. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we have a stellar guest judge this episode. This look, I'm still confused. Like, is it corn? Is it a pineapple? Is it a corn apple? It's a pineapple. What you talking about, Willis? Because that is not a pineapple. It's a pineapple. No, I say no. She was funny. You know, you said earlier that she needs to come back every year. Yep. Every year. Because it's really exciting to see a judge who's super, like a super fan. Right. That was it. She's obsessed with this culture. And I mean, her videoing RuPaul, <laughs> she's walking in. She's just unapologetically herself. And that it was fun to watch. Which just honestly, like I've always liked her, but just seeing her, like, I feel like every time I see her, like it fills my cup more and more. Right. I love for this woman. Right. She, we stand. We stand. Um, okay, so the first girl is one of our New York queens, Miss Jackie Cox. Mm -hmm. So for her lady baller look, she does this lacrosse outfit. Yeah. Um, I couldn't relate. Only because right. I, when I was looking at my notes, and honestly, the only reason like I even wrote notes is like if something stood out to me. Yes. And then after the show was over and I was kind of going over my notes, I'm like, oh, well, shit, I didn't write anything about this person. Or I didn't. And not necessarily that it was bad. It just wasn't like I, it, it was memorable for me. Like right. I didn't, it didn't stick. It's forgettable. And I think at this moment in the competition, you really are trying to pull and rise above and make a name for yourself. And you can give a moment in one of these earlier episodes that help your resume to win. We were talking about Violet Chachki earlier, somebody that did something so iconic in the first episode that it was easy to, for her to add to her resume to ultimately win. Correct. Um, for her basketball wives, she did that net. That net thing. Like, again, it was just mediocre. It's, it wasn't bad. Right. Like, again... It wasn't like it wasn't bad. It just was just like okay, I didn't you know it wasn't all that for me. It was very like Larsa Pimpin, mm -hmm. but like Real Houses of Miami days. Yeah, totally. very like very basic, very Miami. And then she does the balls to the wall, which at first when she walked out with the blue, keep in mind we haven't seen any of the other looks. I was like, oh, she nailed this Correct. with Correct. the little blue jacket over. The hair and makeup were weird. She stuck to her brand. Yeah, you know and. You know, sometimes things are executed well and sometimes they're not. And then sometimes yes. there's pressure. Again, we're not there doing all this. So we're just basing this off of past queens and what they've been able to do and how they've delivered. Right. So it's not like, 
you know, it's like I'm not judging in a sense. Exactly. And then, and you have to understand that when you sign up for a show like this too, it's like we have to judge on what we see. You know what I mean? And there's been a standard and a bar that's set from seasons past that you kind of have to rise to. Yeah. You know, there's over a hundred something girls. I, don't, I really don't even know the number now, but I know for sure it's over a hundred and twenty, yeah. hundred thirty girls. Like, and I can't name all of them. And I've seen every season multiple times, worked with most of these girls and some of them, I can't even remember their name or even remember that they were even on the show. So that's how I'm basing it off of. Right. Like two, three seasons from now, am I going to remember this outfit, this look? Right, what you're bringing. So one of the high queens was Miss Nikki Doll. Mm-hmm. She, her first was that glitter football outfit. The wig, the Robin wig was off to me. It got caught in the, her like lash things. That she yeah, I agree. Eye. I think it was a proportion thing, right? Like I feel like when a drag queen or an entertainer wears a wig or an outfit it's got to be proportioned in a way to where it kind of looks good and i feel like that wig for her and that outfit looked a little bit like pedestrian like it, it was, was just off. i don't know it was, it was like i don't know it was very off pedestrianish kind of right yeah i wasn't a fan it wasn't a full look but i saw it i was here so i gave it like a an, it was good for me she got a good note but I agree with you on the wig. Right. And then she came in swinging with her basketball wives look. Mm-hmm. That red fur jacket. That was like, okay, she's trying yeah. to win the challenge. Yeah, I loved it. The feathers, the hair. Everything was, it was cute. It was, you know, it was her. The makeup could be a little bit stronger. She's beautiful, but not for the stage. I think like certain things need to look a little bit sharper. As a makeup artist, I, I want to see things look a little bit tighter and just just for a stage, right? Cuz you do your makeup differently when you're doing a photo shoot, right. when you're on stage. I mean, everything. So that's what I want to see here. She has an Instagram paint to me. I don't know much about makeup, but she's not painting for like big the, show the stage, production, yeah. Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um and then her last one, I mean, they loved it. It was the orange corset with like the fringe. Um I didn't like it. Yeah, it was okay for me. It was I mean, based off of, all the other looks that the other girls did, it, yeah, I could see it being as one of the good ones, but still, like, as an overall finished look, I didn't feel like it was complete. Something was off. Yeah. yeah. It was, I don't know. It just needed to be, like, pulled up. I don't know. It was, I mean, kudos for her for making that. They yeah. made it everything from scratch when it came to the third look. So, it, I mean, all around a good night for somebody that was just in the bottom. Yeah. So. Out of a lot of girls, and, like, how many girls right now are there left? Eleven? Yeah, I think girls. so. Right, out of the 11 girls, like, I have written down only, like, four girls that actually, like, it looked like she did something or consistently made something or, in the t- and she was one of those girls. Yeah, me, you know? 100%. Because a lot of girls dropped the ball here, just saying. Yeah, I mean, no pun intended with the ball challenge. Um, next, we have Aiden Zane. And, I mean, I she's getting a lot of hate online. People think she should have been in the bottom. I like her. I think she's so interesting to me as a boy, as a queen. I think she brings a lot. I mean, her first look was probably her best one, the league of her own. That yes. was creative, nice. It was fully thought out and executed well. Yep. See, it's just it doesn't matter about how big or small. Just It's just all together needs to feel the vibe it's got to fit right and then she does her basketball wise this is where she went she kind of lost it with that red uh, bag hell to the no with that raggedy bag no it just did not work at all like and it was ripped from the bottom like i'm like no like who told you you could take that it wasn't even like a big louis vuitton bag or a chanel bag it was like uh here I am, this paper bag that you can get from the dollar store to like fill a pre- like put a present in or something. Yeah, like that. it was an afterthought. That for was sure. for sure an afterthought. I think she could have wrote it out with the Peg Bundy fantasy with the hair and the dress and the heels. Not as like a stellar look, but totally. at least it would have 
not been so jarring. Yeah, right complete there. the look. Complete, you know, commit to the look, I guess is the exactly. best way I could say. All around. And then speaking of completing the look, she basically put some balls on a corset and called it a referee, which another Queen Jan gave her. Yeah. And, you know, so many of the girls told her, are you finished? And she's like, yeah. And to me, it's like, first of all, if you're on RuPaul Drag Race, you are going to spend every minute you have, especially in a challenge, yeah, to figure out how you can elevate your look. And from somebody who, you know, she says she's a creative person, like, you, you have to kind of almost get uncomfortable to step outside of your box exactly. and actually do something. And she spent most of that time just... <laughs> I don't know, thinking or wondering what the other girls are doing, but just looking around and it just did not look good because I would be, I would be going crazy. Me too. I could never take a nap. Yeah. I would want to make sure everything. She could have even added some shine to. It. I don't know. Honestly, with the referee play, it was cool and it stood out. But the fact that somebody else fed her that. I was gonna say it wasn't even her idea. Right. That's the tough part about it. Um, Thanks, Jan. <laughs> right. Jan helped her out real good there. Um, next we have Rockham Sakura. So. The tetherball look they ripped. Yeah. I think it was cool even if she was wearing a leotard. Who yeah. cares? I mean, it was a lot better than a lot of the girls that, you know, their first look. But yeah, I, I get what they were saying. But again, but at least her look looked completely committed. It kind of worked, you know? Yes. I mean, yeah, other things could have been done to it. But it was okay for me. Like, it wasn't bad. I, right. It wasn't bad for me. And it, it was the way that she sells it. That's mm-hmm. a lot. She committed to the game. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. great. I'll remember that. Yeah. I mean, and then this is where it kind of maybe went downhill was her basketball wife's love. Yeah, that stretch dress from Santa Alley, maybe. I don't know. Right, because yeah. you could see the breastplate. It's you terrible. You see the padding. One more inch and you could see her cooch. Like, right. it just didn't look right, you know? Gorgeous mug, though. That's I want to talk right. about her makeup. You know, I like the way that she, you know, changed her makeup to be like, hey, I'm giving you something different. Yeah. Look what I can do. And that's cool. And probably they wanted to see that. You know, because that is her character, that whole anime look, and people are giving her shit about that. But, like, I've I've known of her for a very long time, and she's been doing that kind of look for a long time. Yeah. Anime is her shtick. Exactly. She pulls from Trixie and Kimchi. Sure, there's nods to that, but she really pulls from anime is what I'm trying to say. Correct. And, I mean, you said something, too, that she's probably the best makeup gig uh, that, on the show yeah, currently. Currently, I, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just seeing certain details, and as a makeup artist, there's certain things that you can kind of see yeah. that you appreciate because sometimes what makes a difference between a great makeup artist and an okay makeup artist is just little fine details yeah you know that you kind of catch and you're like oh, okay she thought this through you so know? when you watch them paint like that are you clocking like oh bitch that's where you went wrong or oh that's sometimes, a cool technique i'm mean, only because it's like my profession yeah but, right. I, but i'm you know as, a, as an artist you're always learning and it's always fascinating to see other people do things differently yeah so you pick up traits here and there and it's also you can't help but to think like when you see somebody do a mistake that you've done before you know you're always like Ooh, you know right. or too dark or too light in certain areas but you know it's working i mean but so for me she's she's doing it in the makeup gig but Let's talk about her clothes. Right. I mean, and then she does her balls to the wall where she took everything, girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everything. Everything. You know, so I've I've worked for a fashion house for a very long time. And our mantra is always, you know, Gabriel uh, Chanel would say, you look right before you leave the house, look in the mirror and take something off. Right, yes, I've heard that. And let me tell you, I would probably take about 40 things off of that particular outfit, only because there was just so much. Yeah, she was doing the most. I think up to the knee was where it could have 
the wacky kooky could have sold it a little bit, but it was that rink-a-dink yeah. bottom of it. And the makeup on the chest. I mean, it was just like, there was no room to really appreciate or breathe into the look because it, you're too, you're, I was too busy going everywhere to yeah. like see what's going on. And I don't, I mean, my personal, what I like, my aesthetic, I like very clean, sleek. Yeah. That was, it was like, almost gave me like a headache in a way. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even Michelle Vassage said like the, uh, the makeup on her chest, like almost looked like sores and, or, but also like uh, on her face too she used this weird like sage swampy green color yeah. that made it look a little like sickly so it was just not appealing you know yeah yeah it was a missed mark for poor rock'em sakura and we'll talk about yeah. eliminations and stuff after um but next this i thought was the winner miss jada essence hall yeah all three across the board were sickening the basketball totally. look the portia williams Basketball wise, no, I could sit there and critique all day long, but all, f- to be honest, she for me, all those three looks worked for me, yeah, completely. And the way she salvaged that white dress, remember, she didn't have enough yeah. balls, and the way that she was able to that's just she's a smart, creative yeah, queen. Well, yeah, you have to commit, and you know, she her background is pageantry, so she obviously knows like you're taught when you're in the pageant world, you have to look at every little detail down from the earrings, the nails, it all has to be cohesive in a sense, and sometimes, yeah. Pageant girls take it too far, but a good pageant queen knows how to edit to really create a good look. And that's kind of what I feel she did in this challenge with what she had, right? Yep. I think that she paint. I don't know how to say this. She has such a classic drag paint, if yes. that makes sense. The way she, it looks great and it suits Beautiful. her, but it, it almost is like a nod to old school drag in a way totally i love it i love it too it's actually it's one of my favorite but it's funny because i do love it and i see nothing wrong with it like i mean it it lets she does it so beautifully but i feel like now i almost want to kind of see her something do a little something different with her makeup because like what i've paid attention is like if i took her just her face from a lot of the different looks that she's done tonight and the past shows it's almost the exact same face yeah very so i want to like see a little bit just a little bit, because I feel that would push her outside of her box, and yeah. I think that's what the show's supposed to do. And you have to think about when they're ragging on people like Crystal, who do the same face, or Rock, that do the same face, and they're getting praise when they change it up. That's an opportunity for her to, once again, build this resume to win. Right. Speaking of people that are missing all of the marks, we're transitioning to Miss Britta. Okay, Miss Britta. And, you know, she speaks very confidently about her, about her drag, which, you, you know, you want to, and you should. But like, and it's, you know what it is? It's almost her hype of the name Britta Filter coming from New York City. I've even heard of her. Totally. And it's like, she, she's not living up to this reputation or this hype. And then she's also dogging on the other girls. It's just not a good look on all fronts for her. Yeah, no. And maybe this was her karma. Hopefully. I mean, here's the thing. I, I always want to speak highly of, of people right and right now she's like not making herself look good so i hope like from this like she can hopefully had a little piece of that humble pie and hopefully like it's a reality check yeah. for her i think that yeah i mean i'm trying to think of one good look like that yellow dress her basketball wives that might be one of the worst runways ever yeah i know that was terrible i hated that and then she was talking about how like she was dressed up like as a pineapple. But the thing is, like, if you're going to, like, dress up like a pineapple, right, everybody knows who is a fan of RuPaul Drag Race, that 
the person who does a pineapple dress is Manila Luzon and did it so amazingly. Right. And it was like couture like and executed beautifully. So if you're going to try to do something or replicate something, you better outdo that. And if you can't, then don't even attempt. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. It yeah. looked very Party city very basic. It looked like she did in two hours. Oh, you know what it also looked like? It almost looked like uh, Monet Exchange sponge. <laughs> like, but like you would buy at Whole Foods. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like the organic sponge version. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible, uh, terrible, terrible. Poor girl. I think terrible. that she is going to crash and burn a lot sooner yeah. than I think people thought. I think she people thought she was going to be a front runner. I think she's going to crash and burn. Totally. And remember when uh, Leslie Jones said to her, when she's like, she's like, what are you? She's like, I'm a pineapple. And she said, no, no. <laughs> like, no, you're not. No, you are not a freaking pineapple. I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, tough night for her. I mean, the next screen, Crystal Method, I think had such a strong night. Mm-hmm. I loved everything that she did. So for her, she did the bowling look, which we thought was Jan. <laughs> yes, I really did. We, we did actually, what, 30 seconds in, we were just like, oh my God, she stuck to her aesthetic. Yeah. You know? And we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fucking Jan. Not Jan, we're talking about uh, uh, Jackie Cox. It's not Jackie Cox. It looked exactly like Jackie was, Cox. Yeah. I mean, the bowling look was very cute, different makeup. Cute, but I, I could forget it. Yeah. You know, True. she was one of those queens also to me, like, it's not bad, it's not great, like, I'm just going to probably forget it. Exactly. I think what is for me is that these queens that you know have the passion for and are so different that crash and burn by the competition, she was just in the bottom, like, bottom three last week. I thought for sure a challenge like this would eat her alive, but she kind of, she was safe, she didn't do outstanding, but it's nice to see when they, like, don't completely crash and burn. I agree. And I liked her proposal, her... Dainty white girl basketball wives look. Yep. Um, she kind of reminds me of Crystal from UK. That look specifically. Oh, I totally see. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then her balls against a wall look. She did the Mexican clown kind of. Oh like, yeah. Right, right. See, that was cool. That was cute. I liked it. I liked the colors. I mean, I mean, it it looked good. She looked good. Yeah. I like that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like she was good being safe. Yeah. Um, but again, I feel like I would just forget it. And I feel like this, like nowadays, like these, these girls get like designers and like they have yeah. so much time to prep. And so, and they've seen the show now, what, 11 seasons, obviously. So they know kind of what to expect. So if you're going to go on the show, like, or, you know, you're going to need to put out something that you personally as a fan would want to remember like seasons yeah. later, you know, like you could, I could sit here and name off so many different iconic looks from so many different Queens and it's because it was just like that memorable. Yeah. And I feel like this time, like you have to, you need to be. Especially like you got to think outside the box. When you get in that box, think outside of that one. Like you have to be pulling stunts on stunts at this yeah. level of totally. the competition. Yeah. Um, next is Jan, who had like a pretty decent night. I would have been fine if she was in the top. I was shocked that she wasn't. Funny you said that. I, I literally said the exact same thing. Like the, the three girls that were in the top definitely deserve to be in the top. And also, I feel like Jan as well. Where I would have ranked them all eh, for me, I don't yeah. know. But like, uh, but definitely Jan for me. Like, one of those girls that checked every box, and she did a really, really good job doing it. Yeah, my only problem was in her athletic basketball wise look is that she was wearing a turtleneck. Like, she needed to commit to the at leisure. She was gonna yes. do it. It was kind of mixed for me. Yeah, yeah. And a queen like Jan that has been doing great, but his only safe like 
is that a testament to just tough competition or she's just really not something's not clicking with her and the judges i don't know honestly only time will tell because i feel like it's a little bit of everything i think it's exactly what you just said as soon as you said that i asked myself that question real quick and i'm like oh you know i don't have a fucking answer for it i feel like it is a little bit of everything because and it's too early in the game and and we're seeing so much like how many looks tonight yeah true you know so it's just it's just a lot. So I'm I'm curious to see what's gonna happen next week when it's o- like almost like a normal episode. Yeah, true. They've you been know? on steroids lately. Yeah, which is fine. I think that they want people to get to know the queens. But you know, after two episodes, so many looks last week. We had two um, uh, premieres. You know, yeah. so to get to know the queens a little bit more. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm curious to see how Jan's gonna shake out because I mean, it's she's been consistent. Um, next... I like Jan. I'm a fan of Jan. She's, yeah. You know. Uh, cheerleader, high so, energy, but you know she's she's delivering. I should and say so cute too. Yeah. I think he's so cute as a boy. Oh, the eyebrows, right? The eyebrows Oof. are a little tough. <laughs> Next we have Heidi, Heidi Ho. Oh my God, Heidi Bedidi, <laughs> country bumpkin. <laughs> she honestly, as a queen that could have crashed and burned, and is not known for serving a look, not at all, and but has entertained me the whole way through. Right. I'm not gonna lie, she's definitely like the Chichi Levain of the season, but even more likable, I feel right. like, you know, if that's even possible, because they're both great. Yeah, it, she is like, she's almost like the new generation of Chichi, like the new wave version of her. Mm-hmm. Busted ass makeup. <laughs> oh my God. And then to call out Nikki last week, she's right. like, why don't you like me? Like, I was like, dying. why do you hate my face so much? <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. That was amazing. Um, I mean, nothing major. Like, really, she she just delivered a safe performance. Yes. There's nothing really borderline bad. Like, she she was like on the, like Jan. Jan was like in the top four best. You know, yes. don't know where they land. I put her at the bottom four <laughs> of where you know we don't know where she's gonna land, but still love her to death because all her looks were just, mm, meh. Right. That like space ball purple uh, and brown the kid's toy that's like she took off a couple of the wires so you could see her face poke through like it was not and then she was bald she yeah. decided to be a ball it was... with brown duct tape i don't know that's what it looked like to me oh my god it was so much going on but you know what it made me laugh it's still making me laugh it's yeah. just i don't know she's but... gonna be fun to watch i hope that we don't lose her too soon yeah yeah but i get it this is still a competition and you know these girls need to bring it and i'm not giving her a pass i'm just saying her personality and her story is cracking me up but her looks need to step the fuck up (laughs) i mean we're gonna touch on her just a little bit but obviously she's eliminated but sherry pie had a great night the last look i didn't get yeah the elephant in the room huh like seriously the edits where are the edits right like they cut her out completely completely and i think like the only time you see her is just the runway and sometimes not sometimes actually i've noticed the last episode and this episode they put two clips of her talking to another contestant but it's been two clips yeah and no confessionals Mm -hmm. And even, like, I think her best look was probably the money look with the visor, the basketball wise look. that, she killed that look. I mean, you could tell that was really well thought out, really well executed. It was a look. She committed to the look. Right. It's a shame because she has such a resume now, but whatever. Um, But we don't support her. Yes. Moving on to Miss Widow Von Dill. Okay. The fake horse. (laughs) I I hate... That is a... uh, 
a widow von don't right. bring a kid's toy and ride it with the size that you are because you've been she's been so good you know what she's been so good she like this is something what i love about widow and i got to work with widow recently and she's let me tell you one of the down-to-earth amazing amazing queens and very that. quiet but then when the camera comes on when she you know we worked on a couple of projects with her she delivers right. oh my god it's a super she's a superstar for sure and we were talking about how like she really knows how to proportion her outfits and not afraid to change her silhouette as a plus size queen because yeah. you see a lot of big girls just wear these gowns you know and and she's been able to play with like really flowy things uh you know, tight things. It's it's been fun watching her. You know. Yeah, she has a high elevated fashion sense for a, compared to previous plus size girl, Madame Lequeur. Totally. Like all these people that just it's been bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it is. They have they they're comfortable in in this one silhouette and whichever that is, right? It's either a gown or a cat suit. You know, it's yeah. like you know. And I feel with her, she's like, I'm going to wear this leotard. I'm going to wear this bathing suit. I'm going to wear this little fucking triangle, but you can see through me. Like, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's nice and it looks good on her. Yeah. Her little Wakanda nod was really nice. The all white was, it was simple. She could have elevated a bit yeah. to me, but it was still cool and different. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like, I, I like the, you know, the, the balls to the balls. Ooh, yeah. I love that. I didn't care for the white outfit. It just looked off to me. It looked... Maybe the pants is what it was. Maybe. The top was fine. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Overall, but, you know, walking down the runway, I was just like, nope. So that yeah. was my instinct. She was safe, rightfully yeah. so. The last look saved her. And then we talk about the winner of the challenge. Listen, I love Gigi Good, Gigi, the praise, whatever. I get it. I was shocked that she won. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely shocked that she won. But then watching the whole show... And then hearing the judges, I'm like, okay, she's gonna win. Yeah. But for me, I, I did think like Jada. It was it was between her and Jada. Yeah. I, mean, I just think the... Jada served every look. The last look for Gigi, I just didn't like the hat. And at the end of the day, she just taped the balls on a dress. No, but she made that dress. That's true. She made that That's dress true. in there. Like, so it's not like, and you have to, I mean, look, that takes a lot of work and she executed that very well. So I'm not going to take. True. I forgot that she said yeah. that dress. So, yeah, it she wasn't have like a leotard. those balls, but I feel like she strategically put the balls a little bit funny, but like, I could see where she was going with it. But like, you know, coming from somewhere in fashion where I've worked in fashion, I know where I would have edited, but right. look, She's been fucking killing it. And she's been and consistent. Her looks have been amazing. They really, really are. It's just like, there's just a lot of hype and a lot of praise. And I don't praise and I don't want to, um, I don't want to like hype her up so much to where like once the middle of the show starts happening and things start going on, like all of a sudden, like she's going to lose that luster. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's almost like it's, if you, if you're praised too much and the hype's too real, it's like, yeah, it'll right, be tough for her. She is killing it. She's definitely one of the top faves. Like, you know, but like, let's let's wait on this momentum before we like really, really blow her up too, too soon. Yeah, because it, it kind of has a Miss Fame vibe. Remember, Miss Fame came in at the beginning. Everyone was up. Yeah. Yes, but when there's seven girls left and the microscope is, you know, on she kind you. of right. She flew right down in the middle. Yeah. It's exactly that. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to take away from like what we're trying to say. Like, she's amazing and gorgeous and fucking talented because she's. Her and her mom are fucking nailing these, you know, <laughs> right. couture dresses, but or outfits. 
But like, I don't want to like, let's not blow the whistle too soon. Yeah. Mama Good's been doing her good. Yes. So let's just talk about the state of Drag Race moving forward. Who are you like excited to see and you think is a real contender and has a shot to win? Like a couple of those queens. And then who do you think is kind of the next one to go? Slash who do you want to see go? Because who you want to see go sometimes is very different from who actually will go. Totally. And also things take a turn two, three episodes later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people like blossom and some people just kind of plateau and um but talk about like who i'm more excited to see what they're going to bring next and i'm kind of disappointed because rock'em sock'em i feel i would have liked to see what she has to bring what she's been bringing obviously compared to britta like i love britta and everything but like what she's been bringing is like not that exciting it's kind of like dated or like not exciting i'm not sure what the correct answer is but rock'em whatever she brought to the table, I was like, oh, that's too much, or that's crazy, or, but mm, I'm kind of intrigued, like, it's, 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 it's yeah. interesting. You waited to see what she was going to yeah, bring. compared to, like, Britta. Yeah, I think what's going to be cool about seeing Rockham, I'm so sad she's gone, too, um, is, like, you know how queens will post, this is what I would have worn. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see all her woulda. Hopefully she posts them on Instagram. I do, too, especially if she put all that effort into, like, getting that shit, I would definitely. Yeah. So you think Britta might be the one of the next to go, or you just want her to be one of the next to go? Um, that's tough. I never want anybody to go, right? But if I have to choose, I feel like at this point right now, it's Britta, but then I also feel like I don't want to see go only for entertainment value is hiding. Only, I feel like just based like <laughs> We need her. We need her for like entertainment value, but also like competition's competition and the look is the look. Like she is definitely bringing in the talent in the, in the acting scenes and in the personality, nailing it. As far as the runway looks, it's like <laughs> no. And it's, uh, that was the same thing with Chi Chi Devane, right? But then yeah. Chi Chi Devane made it close to the end, right? Yep. Off those busted Final four. looks. You Final know? four. Exactly. So, I mean, you just never know, but I, she needs to step that pussy up in those outfits because the talent is there. We saw it in that challenge. Yeah. You know, she killed it. And next week's an acting challenge, too. They're doing, like, a version of Gay's, Ana- Gay's Anatomy, a yeah. version of Gray's Anatomy. And I can honestly see her killing it in Me the too. acting challenge. So we'll see how that's going to go. Um, the season is really, really interesting because, the like, the production value is, like, high. High, and it's great in some ways. But in some ways, it's, like... The older queens had to like write their own skits, make their own outfits for yes, their skits, and everything yes. like that. And I feel like last week's skits, like they were like, "Here's the script, okay, great." <laughs> and then like, "Here, wardrobe, we got you a full wardrobe," and you know, probably had smoothies passed out to them in, in the middle of the set. But I mean, just you know, back in the day, you know, watching those queens, I mean, they were stressed up. Fuck You're out. so right, and they were given the fruit costumes and stuff last yeah, episode. I mean, every every I think everybody had their costumes like they were made for them because like you know what I mean they were all like the Girl Scout cookies one right. like they didn't do that in the workroom and if they did they didn't show it so but like I doubt they made a broccoli outfit in you know so in that time and I know they got they handed they got handed those scripts and before they had to write their own because it's their comedy yeah. it's almost easier a little bit yeah it's so much easier. Oh, it's just I mean it's crazy because usually at this point especially with how much we've seen them in past seasons, you're able to kind of clock the top four mm-hmm. with the Sherry Pie being eliminated, which I think she will go very deep. It's we don't know our top four. Yeah, we can probably assume Jada and Gigi have two spots, but the other two spots, I truly don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. It's way too soon to tell, and especially 
especially after watching the lip sync. This lip sync. They've been tragic. This past, you know, the, this past lip sync, this lip sync, it's just crazy. And you know what? And the this episode started out with like Nikki saying how she's killed the lip sync and she's gonna send these girls home <laughs> because she sent Dahlia home with that lip sync. I mean, they both should have gone home to me based off the lip sync. Yeah. But they both are gorgeous and they've been bringing the fashion, which is I love because I'm into that. I'm into that world, but like. I get it that they were trying to sell this like number of like seductiveness into this, yeah. but you know what? Like, if you want to do your research, like look up Erica Andrews, Monica Monroe, Mimi Marks, Sasha Colby. Those women will turn a ballad slow song, and you are probably creaming in your pants and not moving with your mouth jaw. Yeah. And that is a seductive lip sync because it's the energy behind it. Yeah. You, it exudes through them. Totally. They looked dead, dead in the eyes. Dead, like you could tell they were thinking. I mean, it was just off. It was just so off. And like, even tonight, I just if Rockham didn't lose the dress at the beginning. There would have been a fighting chance. Totally, because I feel like that threw her off. So she got in her head and she yeah. is that type of queen where, you know. And then Britta's performance was, no, girl, walking back on the stage, shaking your hand, but is not a lip sync. It's just, and you, I could see her keep looking at Rockham. So it's like there was no connection like, yeah. between her and the judges or the camera. It was just like off. Like it was just terrible. Not good lip sync. It's not a good lip sync season. It's no. been a good fashion. We've seen some pretty cool looks, but yeah. nothing mind blowing yet. I mean, I just don't, I'm curious and I'm very like in it this season because it's like you, we, we knew for sure it was going to be between Raja and Manila, even four episodes in. You yeah. kind of know where yeah, it's yeah. going to go. This is the first season. It really is kind of like what the fuck Everywhere. is going to happen. Yeah. You had, your, you had all your favorites based off like, you know, the Instagram looks and the, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, this one, that's my girl. I mean, and now that we're seeing it, we're like, mm, wait a minute, um, hold on. And then like when we're asked like, who's your favorite or who did you see in, I just don't freaking know. I don't know either. Because Rockham is a queen that preseason, I was like, over it, another. I was the one, I was probably the one tweeting her, you're another Trixie, you're another Kim G. Yeah, <laughs> I totally. mean, I don't hate tweeting queens, don't do that. But I'm just saying, I had all those kind of ideas. I didn't think she was funny. And then she came on and she was one of my favorite queens, just entertaining, yeah. funny, good confessionals. It's just sad yeah, that yeah. we have to see her yeah. go. She, she was really cool. I, she, I thought she was funny as hell, too. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this. I'm going to harass you to come back again hey, and give me all your thoughts. Thanks for having me. Where can people insta-stalk you? Um, at callitoday, C-A-L-L-I-T-O-D-E-H. Yes. And so. then, um, yeah, we'll keep up with you and what, all your thoughts on the season. If you are now finding us, please take the time, if you're on Apple Podcasts, to give us a little five-star review stay safe out there like i don't even know like i mean the one good thing i didn't want to dive into this virus but the one good thing is distract yourself with things like this reality tv just make sure you're taking this mental break and just wash your hands meditate be safe love one another be there for one another and um wash your hands with soap 20 seconds remember exactly and always remember the thirst is real 